Hello and welcome back to the Chronicles of Aguna. It's the fan show. Hello, good evening and welcome to another live edition of the Chronicles of Aguna. I'm your host, Harry Simu, and on this week's edition of the Fan Show, we're all just going to be buzzing, aren't we? Because Arsenal are the FA Cup winners once again, the 14th time the Gunners have lifted the famous old trophy. I'm fucking buzzing. I'm pretty sure you guys are as well. Um, We're going to get through as many of your calls as we possibly can within the next 50 minutes to an hour. Um, Apologies, we're a little bit late starting. I was on the same old Arsenal show and we ran a little bit over. If you haven't checked that out, please go and do so. Um, It's a wonderful podcast. It's a podcast I thoroughly enjoyed doing. The guys are great. Uh, So please do head over there and check it out. Just a reminder of how you can join us this evening. If you want to have your say on anything Arsenal, all you need to do is send us a DM on Twitter to at Chronicles underscore AFC and we will ping you a link right back. That link will bring you into our uh, studio, virtual studio, uh, and then I will bring you into the conversation. And as I said, we're going to get through as many of your calls as we possibly can, and we're going to try and give you guys each as much time on air as we possibly can. Just a couple of housekeeping bits. If you're watching us on YouTube and you haven't hit that like button yet, what are you waiting for? Hit the like button. I'm sure you're going to enjoy the show. Leave us a comment, share the video to your friends and family. And if you prefer to listen by the audio channels, that's great. Leave us a review on iTunes as well. Let's have a big hello to everybody in the live chat. Uh, Frank Gunner says, up the Gunners. Uh, Simon says, make it a good one, Harry. I'll try my best, my friend. Uh, Abhishek says, hello, Harry. Andy says, hi, Harry. Hope you're well, bro. Up the Gunners. Um, and at Shivan, is it Siobhan? Charles, if I pronounced that right? Apologies if I've butchered your name. Uh, says, hi, Harry. Um, lots of t- talk about William. We're going to talk about that a little bit later on in the show because I know that is a hot topic at the minute. But first, let's focus on the FA Cup victory. Arsenal, as I said, crowned champions of the competition for the 14th time in our history. What a win it was. Um, I don't think many people had us down as the favourites, but we managed to pull it off anyway. Let's go to our first caller. Joining us on the line is uh, Rahil. Uh, let me bring you into the conversation, mate. Rahil, how are you? I'm great, bro. Buzzing. Um, it, was a, it was a really great performance. Uh, we did start off really shaky uh, when Pulisic scored that goal. And um, I was quietly confident. Um, but obviously with Arsenal, you can't be too sure. You know, we've, we've been through finals with, I mean, last year we did lose uh, at Baku, but I don't know this year, and and that main confidence comes from none other than our manager Mikel Arteta. And I was listening to your show earlier on um, on 90 minutes and on same old uh, old Arsenal podcast. And you mentioned that the first time you heard him speak on the press conference, you believed in him. And I think I I, I can't speak for everyone, but I felt the same way. I wasn't too sure about Arteta, but from his first press conference I thought there was something special about this man and the way he saw the club and the way he viewed the and the way he spoke communication was absolutely brilliant and now eight months down down the line here we are FA Cup champions 14th time and our number 14 gets us there and it is so vital that we keep this man Obama Yang Obama blood clot Yang as a lot of people say call him um he is um, he's truly, truly a great striker and a world-class striker, and we will definitely have to try everything in our in our in our means to keep him at this club. Brilliant stuff, Rahil. Where are you joining us from, my friend? I live in Luxembourg, but I have uh, been to London a few times uh, to watch uh, Arsenal. Um, lucky enough, I, I actually grew up in Kenya, so from um, age of ten, uh, been supporting Arsenal. Uh, the first time I watched them in the 98 FA Cup final against Newcastle. And I had no background of football. I just watched them and I'm like, I really love this team. I, I didn't know the name and ever since then I've been looked back. And yeah, so it, it, it's been a great up and down journey with this great stuff. Brilliant stuff. It's great to know that we're reaching worldwide. Uh, so a big thank you uh, to you, Rahil. I'm going to come back to you in just a moment. Just a quick reminder how you can join us. Send us a DM 
on Twitter to at Chronicles underscore AFC and we will ping you a link right back. If you've already received the link and you're waiting in the backstage part of our uh, live studio, I will bring you into the conversation shortly. We're going to get through as many callers as we possibly can. So just bear with me. Um, Rahul, uh, Rahul, apologies. Um, this Willian link, it's a massive thing tonight. We've been hearing about it for a while, but it feels like it's really gathering pace. We understand he's rejected an offer that Chelsea have put on the table. Um, is he somebody that you'd like to see come to the Arsenal? Um, Harry, we all know this, that uh, we've been saying this for years, that we need a centre-back, a centre-holding midfielder. And this season, we've, we've realised we also need a central attacking or someone that can play in the three in a 4-3-3 system. So, I mean, I, I, I think Willian is a great player. Um, he's done really well at Chelsea, he's experienced, and he seems like he's a focused guy who wants to play football. So, in addition to the the the... the the holes we have in our squad, that's fine. I'll be happy with William, but that shouldn't be our priority signing. That should just be an add-on to what we actually need in the squad. We have some great wingers. I mean, Pepe's performance last uh, on Saturday was spectacular. Um, we have Saka, Martinelli, Nelson. I'm still not sure about, but I think uh, Arteta can get something out of him. Um, and to add into that squad depth is, is, is important, yes, but we first need to get a centre-back, a centre-mid, uh, and then build from there. If we get in William, I won't be disappointed. Like I said, he's a great player, but we need to add to that much more. Yeah, just at least for this season. Yeah, great, great points, my friend. Great points. Let's have your, just finally, let's have your prediction for the upcoming season. I know it's difficult to say when we haven't oh. seen the transfer business that Arsenal are going to do and et cetera. But are you confident that Mikel Arteta can take this team at least back into the top four? Um, I, I hope so. I really do. But um, I think there's a lot of teams around us that will also invest quite heavily. Um, and the two biggest ones, we already know Liverpool and Manchester are way above the rest. And then Man, Man United are, are looking good now and they're going to spend that. I just saw, I was reading the Sancho deal is close by. He's a really good player. Um, Chelsea are already spending big. So to get, I think next season will be a tough ask if I'm being realistic. But if we can get fifth, that, that would be a really good improvement in my eyes. I think it's a long process and we have a long way to go. Yes, we won the FA Cup and I am buzzing and, and we need to celebrate this next few weeks. But after that, we need to look at the bigger picture. And the bigger picture is that we are really far off from the top. Um, so I hope we can get there. And if Arteta gets us top four next season, that for me will be a bigger achievement than winning the FA Cup. I mean, trophies, are, I look, I love trophies. We've grown up watching Arsenal win trophies. But we need to be realistic and see where we are uh, in, in this process. And right now, we're not there yet. We're far from it. So step by step, if we get into top four, I'll be really, really ecstatic. But for now, I think fifth or sixth will be where we will realistically finish. Yeah, that's a good, it's a good, honest assessment. And I like that, Rahil. Thank you so much, my friend, for joining us. Really, really appreciate it. Uh, thank you for having me. No problem. And I'm sure we'll speak to you again very soon, my friend. All the best. Cheers. Bye. Take care, mate. Bye-bye. That was the brilliant uh, Rahil uh, joining us from Luxembourg. We're going international this evening. Uh, up next, I am joined by Mohamed. Mohamed, welcome, mate. How are you? Sorry, I've got to unmute you. My bad. How are you? I'm good. How about yourself? Not too bad, my friend. Where are you joining us from? Uh, Charlotte, Charlotte, North Carolina. Wow. Wow. What time is it over there? It is 4.21 right now. In the afternoon, I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah. It's not, not too bad then. What do you want to say on the Arsenal, mate? What did you make of the FA Cup win? How are you feeling about things? How are you feeling about Mikel Arteta? I, man, I love, I love him. I like you. Like Rahil said from the first press conference, I remember when we got the news that we officially hired him and watching his press conference, his demeanor, the way he spoke about what he expects from this club and where he wants to take us. It was just it was just a brilliant hire to me. And I think this FA Cup win just proved it. And I couldn't be more happier for him. I thought those of us who, you know, have been following the club, watching him since he came, 
could see the improvement. But I think just for the world of football, for them to see him actually win the FA Cup kind of validates what we've been seeing over the last number of months. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, what is your take on the William thing? It's big news today. Um, obviously, a deal hasn't been done yet, but we're hearing that he is uh, he stands a chance of joining the Arsenal. We know William wants a three-year deal from Chelsea. Um, it feels like they're, they're not getting anywhere in terms of their negotiations, despite reports actually coming out last week saying that they were on the right track. Is he somebody that you would welcome to the Arsenal? And uh, do you think it's a deal that would make sense from a Gunners perspective? I mean, you know our deficiencies, Harry. You know at the back we're very weak, but he's a very good player. He's a very good player. <clears throat> Excuse me. He's a very good player. I just don't know if he's the type of player that we should be desperate for. I don't think he's... I don't know how much of a game changer he'll be, but sure, to add him to the squad, like I've read, Arteta wants a winger. Obviously, Reese Nelson, Saka, Martinelli. We have young wingers. Pepe, I think, has improved as the season has gone on because he worried me at the beginning of the season. But Willian, I think, would be a very good squad player. Um, I mean, he's 31. He's, th- he's turning 32 very soon. A three-year deal. I mean, we kind of have Ozil on the contract, as you know. We got Aubameyang, who's 31. But obviously, him, him, we have no problem signing. Just... You just hope that if we do sign him, we don't want to live to regret it maybe a year from now, a year and a half from now, and have him sitting on big wages, you know? Yeah, that that is the concern, isn't it? It's not that... I, I think most Arsenal fans will agree that Willian can do a job for Arsenal right now. The Willian that we've seen this season at Chelsea, he's an effective player. He provides assists, he scores goals. He would add some quality, in my opinion, to our set pieces. He has a lot to give. However, it's about the term of the deal. And I only want to see Arsenal do this deal if they do it under, I guess, terms that work for us rather than sort of being put into a corner by a player who, you know, after one last payday, we know that William doesn't necessarily want to leave London. Um, the London factor is massive in this. Um, and it's probably why you see so many players sort of make that Chelsea-Arsenal move and vice versa because of the the London connection. Um, Mohamed, how optimistic are you um, about the way this season has ended? Because I think we can all agree we were miserable. We were downbeat for the most part of it. But now, fast forward, it's finished in the perfect way, the perfect manner, an FA Cup victory over a team that most people fancy to beat us. Do you take confidence from that? And do you think it's just given us a good base to build on for next season? Absolutely. I think... I think we need to kind of draw a line from when Arteta joined the club to where he's taken us. I think it's a great building block. I think winning an FA Cup to get that monkey off his back, you know, Pochettino obviously been at Spurs all those years, hasn't won anything. And now we can say the manager has been here for eight months and he's won something. And I'm very optimistic about him, the certain certain type of players that he's brought in, the attitude that he's brought into the squad, getting certain players out. And just the mentality shift that we've had. I think one of the most impressive things was, I'm sure like you and other fans, when we went 1-0 down, it was like, oh my God, we've seen this before. And I think the most impressive thing was that Arteta looked calm, the players looked calm, and they just controlled the game after about 10, 20, 10, 20 minutes. And for the rest of the game, we never really looked like being in too much danger. Yeah, I think you're right. And I, I did fear the worst when Arsenal win a goal down, as we normally do. Um, you do fear the worst, don't you? And, and particularly in a cup final, you just wonder if you'll ever recover. Uh, Mohamed, I just want to say thank you so much for joining us, my friend. Apologies that I've got to move on. It's just we've got a few uh, callers lined up this evening. Not understandably, lots of people wanting to talk about the uh, the FA Cup final and, and some of the transfer rumours that are doing the rounds at the moment. Thank you so much for your time, mate, and we hope to speak to you again. Uh, Harry, thanks so much. Have a good one. You too, my friend. Cheers. That was uh, Mohamed, another wonderful caller. Uh, let's go over to our next one. Um, here we are, Mr. Wasiu. How you doing? How you doing, Harry? How are you, my friend? Where are you talking to us from? Um, right now, <laughs> I'm talking from um, Naperville, Illinois, United States. <laughs> and uh, I see you're behind the wheel. Uh, I see you're doing you safe, you know, Your <laughs> yeah, eyes are on the road. Your eyes are on the road, which is good. <laughs> I have to. 
How you doing? I'm good, my friend. I'm good. I'm absolutely buzzing after the weekend. I know. I know. I saw your feed. I was like, oh, you and the family are really enjoying. Yeah, the, um, um, Saturday was great. I was at work, actually. I had to, do, I had to follow everything. My phone. Um, after the first go, I had to tell you, I my, my instinct was like, I've seen this before, but it wasn't in a negative way. Because... Since I thought I thought it took over, the way it does stuff, it's like you know, it knows what it's gonna do. It knows we have like um, our our downtowns. We're gonna have to play like ten minutes. I don't know even even we were gonna win a game or not. But I wasn't. My fate was like, okay, let's just keep it cool. We're gonna get a go. I know Chelsea. Pretty much, we're like we are like underdogs to to that game. But after the fourth goal, I was like. Mm. I get it. There's gonna there's there's gonna be a couple of more goals, which we end up um, winning. But it was a good one. It was a good game. It was a good game. How are you feeling about Mikel Arteta? Wasi, you lots of positive comments about him in the last couple remember, of weeks. Remember the last time I spoke to you? Yeah. You know, we talked, and I told you that I would have. You know, probably I wasn't expecting Arteta. Pretty much, it was like Allegri. You know, but when Allegri said it was, I think he said it was going to have, like, he was going to go for a sabbatical for like a year. But when he came in, the first, the first interview he got, he won me over. It was like, it was, it was like someone that has a plan. He has a book. It's like he's been writing this for a while. He knew it was going to be here probably after like four years when he left 2016. I think he knew it was going to be at this position. So, he knew what it was what we were facing then. So coming in, everything he said is what is 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 like bringing up to the table. He's not doing anything different. We're gonna have some bad games. We're gonna have good games, and even the games that we we didn't do well, you you could like see the the the, the reason why we're not doing well, the reason why this is not being done. But I, I I have my, he has my full support. Um, 110 support without no doubt is 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 the future it just need to be supported like it needs like every backing from the board with that i think we'll go a long way it might take us probably probably like two more uh seasons like windows but next season pretty much we will be like getting closer because we're um ari we're really far behind far behind yeah, we all know that. If if you don't see that, then probably you don't you don't know sport or soccer or or football pretty much. Yeah, no, I agree with that. What what have you made of the William Links strong links? The Brazilian um, um, is out of contract. What's yeah, I saw what the I, I saw the picture this morning, and um, pretty much. Um, Ask a question. Do you know the reason why we signed Lewis? Can you give me a reason why we signed Lewis? Why we David Lewis? Why we signed David Lewis? I think he was out of desperation. Yes. No, he wasn't. It was because we need those people in the dressing room because of the young kids we got. You know the kind of players we got coming out from Ailes End right now. We could get like ten players within three years that they're going to be the future of the team. We have to buy, you know, we're going to buy like, you know, the right way. We need, we know we need the central back, like a, a CV. We know we need the, you know, uh, someone to play in the midfield, like Pate, pretty much. We know we need a winger. But someone like Lewis is not going to play like 20, 25 games next season. He's going to play. But he's present in the dressing room. Almost all the, the young kids they look up to him because they know, they've 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 seen him of their life. Yeah. So not him just playing, or just playing like in and out is because they look up to him and anything is, he gets to tell them they do it. So William coming in, William is gonna stay with us if he comes in probably two years. But within those two years, someone like uh, Martinelli is gonna gain from him. Someone like. Yeah. Um, um, Saka is gonna get for it. Someone like um, Nelson is gonna get for it. Even even Nels 
is going to gain from him. A lot of young players are going to gain from him. William yeah. can, he doesn't have to play from the wings. William can go play 10 for us. When, yeah, when, right. you know, when the space, you know, you, we know he's going to be 32, but Aubameyang is 31, he still feels like 20, 27. Takes all the yeah. goals out. For him to score 71 goals, and I, like one and 10 games less, just talk to me. If, if because he's 31, then you want to take him out, then I don't know what's happening. But William, if we're going to give him something, he's going to do more for us. So yeah, I, I was agree. trying to tell someone, but you know, we have all of us have different opinions. Of course, we, of if, course. If, if someone said we signed David because of desperation, fine. But every young players in that team listen to it. They listen. Yeah, no, that's and right. What's you? I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to leave it there, my friend. Just because of time, bro. just because I've got, got some got other you. people lined up. But thank you I so know, much, mate. You're welcome. You're welcome. And uh, re really appreciate your you coming on as always, man. And drive safe. More importantly, yeah, I will. Take care, brother. <laughs> Take care, bro. Thank you. Yeah. Bye-bye. That was Wasu coming to us from the United States. Um, let's go over to our next guest. Um, it's the brilliant Richard. Richard, welcome to the Chronicles of Aguna, mate. Um, thank you for being so patient there. How are you? No, I'm very well, thanks. Yeah, obviously, um, had a good few days. I'm sure we all have. Yeah, absolutely. It's been wonderful, hasn't it? Before I come on to ask you a couple of questions, Richard, um, just going to remind people of how they can become a patron for the Chronicles of Aguna. We are taking calls this evening from everybody, patron or not. But if you are a patron, um, of course, you will jump slightly further forward in the queue uh, just to say thank you for your support for the show because without you guys, um, we wouldn't be able to do half the things we're doing um, and, and things are going to be even bigger and even better next season. And I'll provide you with some details on that a little bit later on. So stay tuned and thank you to all of you guys. And a quick reminder to anyone that hasn't joined us yet that wants to, uh, if you want to have your say on anything Arsenal, send us a DM on Twitter to at Chronicles underscore AFC and we will ping you a link right back. Richard, thank you for being uh, really, really patient, mate. What did you make of the FA Cup final? Are you still buzzing? And uh, how fucking brilliant was that? Yeah, it was, it was incredible, really. I mean, obviously, you know, like yourself, I mean, I've seen us win the FA Cup a few times before, but for some reason, this felt more special, didn't it? Whether because of the whole circumstances of it or I don't know, but it was just brilliant, really. And whether or not it's partly because of the season that we've had, you know, with everything that's gone on, particularly earlier in the season with a change of the manager and then obviously the three-month break in the middle of the season as well that we've had, Um I don't know whether all that added all together really has made it even better really for me. It's one of the most enjoyable FA Cup finals I can remember, um, you know, and that's even with ones that I've been in the stadium for. So that shows how, how important it is as well for the club, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And Mikel Arteta has done a wonderful job, hasn't he? I know the results have been a little bit up and down still, um, but you're always going to get that, I think, when you've not got the squad of players that you want, the group that you want. But what he's done is he's instilled a, a really good attitude and a mentality, hasn't he? I've been really, really impressed by him from the minute he walked in the door. Um, I love his press conferences. I watch every single one. I study every single one. When Unai Emery was in charge, I couldn't be bothered towards the end, honestly. <laughs> I used to read the transcript and even that didn't make sense. Um, but I mean... What has he done, in your opinion, that's been so different? Why has there been such a shift in the in the attitude at Arsenal? I mean, I, I think what, what I've noticed is the way that he, he came in, didn't he, straight away with a plan. Um, what he's done as well is, I mean, he, he said it himself a few times, he's got to know the players individually and he's got to know what they need to get the best out of them. And I think you've seen it. I mean, the players that just won the FA Cup for us on Saturday are the same players that in November, October, December time couldn't win a game. They're the same players. They couldn't win a game. They were, they were on their knees, weren't they? I mean, if you remember the game against Man City at home just before Christmas when we lost 3-0, yeah. when obviously Arteta was in Man, on Man City's bench. I mean, that, that was one of the most clueless performances from Arsenal I've ever seen. And yet here we are, you know, OK, a long time later in terms of time, but in actual reality in the season, it's sort of, you know, six months late or whatever. We've just won the FA Cup with those same players. What he's done is he's given them a belief. He's he's given them, I think it's been simple plans. He's, 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 he's given them simple instructions, which they've been able to carry out 
for uh, the long-term goal. Now, you mentioned, obviously, the poor results that we've had. And we have had. There's been a few poor results on the, along the way. There's been a few poor performances. But if you notice, in the big games, generally, he's got it right. He's got the tactics right. He's got the players up for it. And, and then on Saturday, what impressed me most was we had a really slow start. We looked nervous at the beginning. And Chelsea could have been two or three up, couldn't they, in the first 10 minutes. And we were struggling. That first water break came along. He's gotten together and he's basically said to him, look, just calm yourselves down, relax, get your, get your game plan in place and we can do this. And straight after that water break from then and certainly until half time, we were brilliant, weren't we? And that's just him. The players are clearly on board with him. You can see it at the end. I mean, I can't stop watching them videos of the players in the changing rooms and all the celebrations afterwards, you know. They just clearly love Arteta, don't they? All the players do. He clearly loves, loves all them. It's just such a good atmosphere. And if anything's changed the most, it's that, isn't it? In November, the players looked down, didn't they? They looked unhappy. You could see, obviously, that the Xhaka situation when he came off that time against Crystal Palace. That just summed up the whole mood of the, the club in general and the players. And Arteta's just, what he's done is he's, he's brought a smile back to their faces. They're playing, they're enjoying what they're doing. And obviously, they're being successful as well. And I mean, I do feel that, you know, his first cup final as a manager, so quickly in his career as well. I mean, that's just unbelievable in itself. But to get the team to perform like that, it just shows that we've got a man in charge of our team now, in charge of a club who is going to take us. You don't even know how far he can take us if he's given the right backing. You know, the players have bought into it 100%. I think the, any, I mean, at the time, I thought we needed a bigger name with a bit of experience to steady the ship because we were, we were in trouble, weren't we? Real trouble we were in. And you looked at people like Ancelotti was available. You thought, yeah, a big name like that could come in and just stabilise everything. But no, actually, what he's done, Arteta, he, he's, he's been better than any big name we could have had because he understands the club as well. And I think that he's took some great ideas that he's got from Pep. I think he's got some great ideas from Wenger. He's just got great ideas of his own. And he's just a coach that's just going places. And really, really, we're lucky to have him, aren't we? Let's face it. Yeah, and another coach that he's taken quite a bit of inspiration from, and he said this in the past, and in terms of at least being defensively solid, is David Moyes. He worked for a long time under David yeah, Moyes. Who, did, yeah. Whatever people say about him, David Moyes' Everton side were a very hard-working, disciplined unit. Uh, and, you know, they even qualified for the Champions League one season. So, you know, he, he's taken it. It feels like he's taken a bit from everybody and he's he's come yeah. together with his formula. Watching the cup final, my feeling was this is more important. I know it was massive for Arsenal in terms of moving forward and getting the sort of, um, you know, the finances of the Europa League and all of that. We've heard about all of that time and time again. But for me, it was really, really important for Mikel Arteta to just continue the upward trajectory to create a base from which he can spring forward on. And as a manager, you go into your first cup final, what, seven months into the job, eight months into the job, yeah. and you win it. Like you said, it's massive, isn't it? It is, yeah. And I think as well, it's the belief that not only it gives Arteta himself, but I think it gives the players as well. You know, there's a lot of young players in the squad. And I know not many of them were used on Saturday, were they? I mean, obviously, Maitland-Niles played and um, Eddie came on, didn't he, late in the game. Um, it was more of an experienced team he picked, which was the right decision, I think, in the circumstances. We had to win that game. Um, but I think the, the young players would have got a lot from the experience of being there and being part of it all. And, you know, they could learn as well off a lot of these players. I mean, I, I agree with actually what the guy just before was saying about the experience he's bringing that David Luiz has brought in. You know, Bakayo um, Saka's mentioned him quite a lot, hasn't he, with how much of an influence he's been. And with, with the William thing, that could be a similar, could do a similar job, couldn't he, as well with some of the young players. But also, well, I do feel as though we, we do lack a little bit of experience on that right-hand side of the front three anyway. And I think that he would be uh, a good player to, to have in the squad, you know, to maybe help Pepe along as well, give Pepe a bit of a push a little bit more and obviously Reese Nelson. But as long as Willian isn't the only player that we that we bring in, you know, as long as we address the other areas in the, in the team that we need, a goal scorer in midfield would be really good as well, box-to-box -box kind of Ram, Aaron Ramsey-type replacement um, and maybe a little bit more strength in defensive areas a little bit. Although, to be fair, with everybody fit, we've actually not got a bad defence, I don't think, next season with Saliba coming in as well. So, um as long as we get a couple more players in, I'm really optimistic, actually, now. Arteta's won me over 100%. I absolutely love the guy. And what, what he's doing at, at this point in time has been nothing short of a miracle, really, when you think of what state we were in in December 
when he came in. I mean, he must have watched that game when when Man City beat us at the Emirates. He must have watched that game and thought, Jesus Christ, what a job I've got on here. And even he said himself, it's been a tougher job than he even imagined then. So you you can just can't even think about what problems he walked into when he walked through that door on that first day. And to produce what he has in the in the time he's had. It's just, it's unbelievable, really. I mean, he should be, for me, he should be in the running for manager of the year for what he's done with that group of players to actually win the FA Cup. Obviously, he won't win manager of the year, but he should certainly be mentioned in it. He won't, probably, yeah. but, you know, I just feel he's done a fantastic job. And for me, this is going to be the start. Hope, well, hopefully it's going to be the start. It certainly looks that way. But the club have to match his ambition because he's an ambitious guy, isn't he? And what he's, yeah. not, he's not going to hang around at Arsenal. As much as he loves Arsenal, clearly, he's not going to hang around at the club if he's not backed. Because he wants to be successful. He's, he's got the capabilities to be successful. You know, and my fear is if he's not backed in the transfer market now and over the next couple of windows, he'll walk away and he'll end up going back to maybe Man City and winning a quadruple or something like that. That's, that that's my it. worry. That's, that's my worry because he's got ambition and the club now have got to match his ambition because we're lucky to have him as our coach. Honestly, we are. And we need to make sure that one, we keep him and we give him what he needs to build a team that can actually bring a really sustained period of success to the club, which I feel we're on the verge of with him there. But it's going to take a little it's, bit more than just him, isn't it? Agreed. It's, it's going to take a whole uh, a whole concerted effort from everybody at the club. Richard, thank you so much, mate, for joining me. Really, really appreciate it. Always great to hear from you. Um, thank you for being so patient as well. And uh, I'm sure we'll get you on again very soon in the near future. It's been a pleasure, mate. Always a pleasure to speak to you, Harry. Take Cheers, mate. Man. Take care. All the best, my yes. friend. Cheers. That was the brilliant Richard. Um, Thank you for your calls. We've got some great callers um, waiting in the wings to take you through uh, tonight's show. We're reacting to the FA Cup final. We're talking about the potential uh, links with Willian. Lots and lots to discuss. And joining me next on the line is Sam. Sam, welcome to the Chronicles of Aguna, mate. How are you? Thank you for waiting very patiently. How you doing? Pleasure, mate. How are you? Yeah, I do, I've never liked so much Arsenal content in my life. I've just been sitting, I think I sat on the final, like all my family were downstairs um, and I was just sat in, in my room for an hour just going like, 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 was, everything is great. It's been great, mate. It's been great. It has, hasn't it? It's been a wonderful few days. It's been, um, I really enjoyed, I'm not going to say the cup final. I didn't enjoy that. Um, no, I didn't enjoy no. watching it. I, yeah. I felt physically sick and I haven't felt like that for a long time. I don't even think I felt like that in Baku. And I and you know why? Because I was by that point, I was fed up of Unai Emery. I wanted him gone. Yeah. And obviously I didn't want Arsenal to not win the final, but I didn't care as much as I cared for Mikel Arteta. I really wanted him to win it because of what it would mean for him moving forward, what it would mean for the club in terms of next season, in terms of planning the summer. Um, We've all been impressed by what he's done so far. What do you see him being able to achieve next season, though? What are you looking at as a goal next season, as a realistic ambition? I I do think it it hinges on Aubameyang. Um, I do think that, you know, the system we play at the moment is centred around him. You know, he's the guy that, like, our attacks pin around, like, we get the ball to Aubameyang or he he brings other players into play and it all centres around him. I think, like the other guy said, I think it, same with Arteta, I think it does depend on the, the backing. I think Aubameyang loves Arteta. You can see, you know, you see him posing with him with the trophy. You see him tweeting, you know, my manager. He's commenting on Arteta saying, you know, my boss. I think he loves him. I just think... It's the same with Van Persie in um, 2012, was it? Where, you know, he, he I think he wanted to stay, Van Persie, but the club's ambition just wasn't meeting him. He left, wins the Prem. Same with the guy said, if Arteta's ambitions aren't met, he'll leave. He'll win dozens of trophies. Aubameyang will probably leave and get one big more paycheck for his career. So I think... The, our next season, I think Arteta can take this team far. He, you know, he, like you say, he's proven it, what he's done with this group of players. Which, you know, I'll, I'll say myself, half of them I'd written off: uh, Xhaka, uh, Mustafi, Louise, Bellerin. Uh, I think half of them were, were out the door for most fans until maybe a couple months ago in the restart, and then we we beat Wolves, should have beaten Leicester, beat Liverpool, beat City, beat Chelsea. Um, 
And now now the, the sky's the limit for Arteta, really. I just think it really does hinge on him being backed. Um, and Willian's not not a bad start, but I think prioritise has to be getting a Bamiang done and dusted. Has to be. I've been saying this today on a couple of other shows that the business we do in terms of keeping certain players is just as important as bringing others in. I think, in my opinion, I'd like to see Sabayo stay. I'd like to see yeah. Bamiang stay. Um, I think... The Willian deal for me, as I've said earlier on, I don't think it would be the worst deal in the world. I actually think he's a very good player with a lot to offer. I just hope that the terms are right in the sense of I don't want us to be stuck with a player three years down the line who's on the decline and is draining our wages. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and you've also got to take into consideration as well that when Arsenal are planning now, they know that there's going to be a significant uh, amount of wages coming off of that bill when Mesut Ozil goes next season. Yeah. Um, he's not going to go now. I don't think he will. Um, I think we're stuck with him for another for another season. But after that, he's gone, and that's three hundred and fifty grand. He could yeah. fund two very very good footballers with that money. So, yeah, um, you know, maybe even three, arguably. So, yeah, I think as I mean, like uh, that's another thing with Arteta. I think you know, you notice how get there's no message from Genduzi that I mean that's. It is. I don't know if it's a shame because you know he'd shown shown so much promise under mostly Emery, um, but then I think when a man like Arteta's come in, he's had tactics, he's got a plan. Like with Xhaka and Sabios, they've clearly got their roles. You know, Xhaka, you do the dirty work. Sabios, you're the creator. You know, as he's created the most chances for Arsenal since the restart. Um, Ganduzi just wanted to do what he wants. That's not in for Arteta's plan, so he's out. Ozil, uh, I've like when Arteta first came in, it seemed like Ozil was key to his team. Really, don't know what's gone on there, but needless to say, he's he's irrelevant. He, you know, uh, as much as I wanted Ozil to be part of that final just for his legacy, you know, he's done. He has done a bit for Arsenal. He's not. I don't think he's fulfilled the hype that. You know, we all had, and I, I loved Ozil for times, but uh, I think it's coming to an end in a sad way. Um, but that's the sign of Arteta's the boss, and like I said before, he needs backing. Um, but bringing players like Saka, like uh, Callum Chambers, has to come back as well. I think people forgetting how good he was before he got injured. Saliba, we haven't even seen yet. Um, but yeah, I agree. I think Willian can add a bit of experience. I mean, I think he's he's going to be an impact player more or less. He doesn't get in the starting team really, so I think people need to. I've seen loads of people complaining about wages and signing a thirty-two-year-old. Like the guy said, if he's good, and I mean, you know, it's just worth. Is it not worth signing him for the goals against Tottenham and all the the chance against Tottenham? That'd be, that'd be great, anyway. Absolutely, mate. Uh, just finally. <laughs> What was, I mean, look, we, it, there's no doubt that our favourite sort of moment of this season is is the FA Cup final victory over Chelsea, given the season was so bad. What would you say was your lowest point during lowest. this season? Yeah, when did you I feel mean, like, fuck, I this is really you bad? I a couple of times earlier in the season and all I can remember is just moaning about people. Like, <laughs> like it was a lot about Xhaka and, you know, I'd be the first to put my hands up and say, I have so much respect for that man. I mean, the mental strength and the the way to come back, incredible. But lowest, 2-2 um, two, two against Watford was was pretty horrendous. Yeah. I think, what was it, 28 shots they had on goal? Um, but I think the lowest was probably Olympiacos. Um, and that was actually under Arteta. But, uh, yeah, that that I mean, I stayed for the whole extra time. And I think seeing that crushing blow go in, and like you said, it means more under Arteta. You want him to do so well. He's an Arsenal man. And seeing him lift that trophy on Saturday was just pure, pure joy. Same with Emi Martinez, by the way, um, who I think has been... I know Aubameyang's done the bits, but I think Martinez has seriously been our best player since lockdowns. Yeah. Stepping in for Leno, big, big gloves to fill. And um, the way he's commanded, like the save it from Pulisic just after they scored, and the way he commands his ball, massive man. So massive. Uh, hopefully we get Aubameyang done, and then Arteta can lift us slowly but surely. 
Agreed. Sam, thank you so much um, for joining me, mate. Thank you for waiting patiently as well. I know it was a bit of a wait, so thank you so much. Um, and I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Pleasure, mate. Take care. Take care, mate. All the best. That was the brilliant Sam. Uh, keep the calls coming. Uh, as I said, um, we are running out of time, but we're still going to get through as many as we possibly can. We're going to keep going. Uh, want to have your say on anything Arsenal, send us a DM on Twitter to at Chronicles underscore AFC. It says it across the bottom of the screen. I'm getting loads of messages saying, how do I participate? Take a look down below. Um, that's all you need to know about how you can jump on. I'm delighted to be joined next uh, by Melvin. Melvin, welcome. Thank you again. Thank you to you as well for being so patient, mate. You've got a massive smile on your face and it's no wonder. How you doing? Yeah, fine, thanks. Don't mind waiting to be on this show, Harry, I tell you. No, <laughs> absolutely delighted. Of all the cup finals I've seen, I've seen a few. This is the one that has made me the happiest after the game for such a long period of time. It's been three days and I feel like two, three days, I think, this is feeling never going to go. Because of all the other times we've won the cup, we've been very happy, don't get me wrong, and it's just right. Now we move on. This was enormous. This is such a big thing for us. On like what you haven't mentioned with, with the manager, with so many superlatives about him, he's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But one thing he's got is a winner. And that matters. Sometimes you can be a very good manager, but you just lack that bit of sparkle, that little bit of the last go the last few yards. And this manager seems to have it. He gets Arsenal. We now get him. I hope the directors get him. And I'm, I'm so looking forward to next season, which I never thought I would do. Yeah, exactly. It's it's just been a nice way, hasn't it, to round off like what we said was a, a really shocking season. And the winner point is a great point because Mikel Arteta was so confident going into this final in the way he was speaking about it. Um, you know, he was really sort of, he really believes in the work that he does and he really believes in this group. And he obviously sees something different on the training ground every day to what we see as fans. And I guess my question is, have we been wrong in our judgments of some of these players? Not in terms of their ability, because that's clear to see. Some of them are not good enough. We know that. But in terms of their desire to succeed and their drive, have we been wrong about some of these guys? Have they proven to us that actually in the right setup, they can actually do things? I don't know, Harry. Uh, when it comes to desire, determination, heart, all these great qualities that you have to be, apart from having the ability, I don't think these players have shown it under other manager, managers. Sometimes, to get to where they got to, you've got to have that in your locker. And I don't know how some of these players, on earlier performances, has got to where they've got to without having it, because they didn't show it. Irrespective, I know a, a, a bad manager and a good manager will get, the, get different performances out of players but they were so, so bad. To me, um, you're talking about when did I feel, you know, you know, the Watford game away was a game he felt very low, but also the, I think it was home to Brighton, who, you know, I was sitting there thinking, can we ever get a point again after that game? It was so, so bad. But, but those performances, even if you hate the manager, even if you don't, can't understand him, where's your pride? You've got the red and white shirt on, that should be enough to actually get a slightly better performance out what they gave us. But but Arteta is the catalyst. You've got to admit that. He's, he's actually done some of these players that I don't think many other managers could, actually. No, I agree. And I, I think part of it might be the fact that he is so young um, and that he has been a player very recently and he understands the dressing room dynamics uh, a little bit better than some of the more seasoned managers, shall I say. Um, I watched the, I don't know if you've seen it, the All or Nothing Manchester City documentary um, on Amazon, which is the the whole series um, about sort of their success. And it's all the behind the scenes stuff. Uh, and you can see, I, you know, I know he's worked under Pep, so you expect him to take some things from him. But I've really, really sort of, enjoyed seeing the kind of attitude that you see in Pep's dressing room sort of brought into the Arsenal team in terms of the way everybody goes around and embraces each other, the the energy, the, the fire, the, the passion, it's all there. And I love the way he went up to all of those players at the end of the game um, on Saturday and congratulated them individually for the parts they had played. And the way they went to him just shows that there's a real bond there, doesn't it? It does, Harry. And also... The way that the the players who could have thought they were going to get picked didn't like Saka, 
the, the enthusiasm he showed. He was, you know, taking the manager's hand. He was very, very happy. Where sometimes in squads, you get players that are not picked for the big final. They're not, not that happy. But everyone seemed as happy as everybody else. And that's a great feeling to have around the club. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Melvin, what are you feeling about next season? I know, again, I've said this earlier, it's a little bit early to judge because we don't know what sort of business we're going to get done. But how optimistic are you about Arsenal getting themselves back in the top four? I'm very optimistic. I wouldn't put my house on it, but I'm very, very optimistic. I think, uh, we've, we've listen, however bad we've been this season, we've dropped stupid points. And we weren't, at, given a couple of months or so ago, we weren't that far away from being top four. And we had a disaster for a season. Next season, we're not going to drop those points. Some, you know, the at-homes to, to the lower teams, we're not going to be so easy to beat. We're not going to have teams taking 28 chances against us. And what people, I mean, we're going to be as well next season, more so than this season. No one's really mentioned it. How much fitter have we been this last four weeks? We built, you know, we had a very tense Liverpool, Man City and Chelsea, all enormously hard games. I don't think we could have played those three teams so near to each other and got the results we got, say, six months ago or seven months ago. You know, we played Chelsea. We were beating them 1-0, playing fantastic football. We just didn't have the energy. You should saw how unfit we were. We're such a fit, much more fitter team now. And I believe next season we could be even fitter. Yeah, I agree with you. I, you. There's definitely been an improvement in that department. I think that was one of the f- problems when he first came in. There was a few games where yeah. he asked us to play at a certain level in terms of the intensity and we dropped off after half time. We couldn't maintain it. And that was a real, real problem. Melvin, thank you so much, mate. Really, really appreciate you coming on. Uh, thank you for your patience, as I said earlier on, um, and hope to speak to you again very, very soon. See you, Harry. All the best. Cheers. Cheers, mate. Thank you. That was the brilliant Melvin, a long-time follower and contributor uh, to the channel. Let's go over to the lines again. Joining me next is Albert. Albert, welcome, mate. How are yes, you? Harry, what's happening, mate? How you doing, bro? You good? Yeah, good. Good to, good to finally meet you, man. You're a busy guy, man. <laughs> oh, mate. That's what my wife says. That's what my wife says. I'm locked away in my man den at the back of the garden all day, all night. Yeah, um, man cave, but, yeah. That's it. It saves cleaning shitty nappies. So you know, it's, got his, it's got his perks. How you doing anyway? You good? Yeah, I'm good, man. Good, Harry. Not bad, mate. I'm in between Essex and South London, but it's all good, mate. It's all good. <laughs> you say it like it's a bad thing. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, like the whole COVID thing and lose my mum. So it's kind of in and out. It's, oh, yeah, it's sorry to hear that, bro. No, it's all right, man. So it's been tough, but you know what? I'll be honest with the Arsenal thing. Um, I, I, me personally... I didn't want the season to come back before COVID, mate, to be honest. The, the, we used to, like, the score draw specialists. The football was boring. Um, Emery just sucked the life out of the Arsenal fans with the performances and team selections and substitutions. Um, we get Mikel Arteta in, which, you know, he was linked with a job before Emery got it, to be honest. Um, and I've, I was shocked, like most people, when Emery just sort of come out of nowhere. And he was like the first choice. And we're like, oh, what's happening here? So that's the thing, though, Albert. I don't think he was the first choice. I think they tried. No. I think they knocked on people's doors and they got, they didn't get the answers they wanted. And lo and behold, we ended up with Unai Emery. Um, <laughs> yeah. what, what, what do you think Mikel Arteta has done so well, though? Is it, is it tactical? Is it because of the mentality? Is it because of some of the, the, the maybe is it the training? I don't know. What do you think is so different about? Mikel Arteta and why has the team all of a sudden got so much steel, got so much fight, there's determination there and there seems to be a much better harmony within the camp Yeah, you know what Harry, I'll be honest um, when he first come in, I think the the key the, he, the first press conference he had he had me Harry to be honest just articulate um, people might say yeah, he was saying the right things but you've got to bear in mind this is the guy's first managerial job, um, he's learning on the job, yes Pep took him under his wing and, you know, Pep obviously saw something in him to bring him in not long after he finished playing football. But I think the two key things I remember, Harry, um, Mikel Arteta saying was non-negotiables. And whoever's not on board doesn't play. And he's bought that still and that no-nonsense attitude. He doesn't... I'm sure he's not a person that probably throws the teacups, but even yeah. some of the games we had um, after Project Restart, Harry could tell he was just... He looked... Some of the games we were really poised, he looked pissed. You could see it and some of the interviews he was given afterwards. But yeah, I just think, again, it's a non-negotiable, simple language, Harry. And whatever he done on the training field and, 
you know, he got he literally squeezed every ounce of out of these players, group of players that we had because what we saw under Emery, what we saw under Anteta is completely chalk and cheese. So I think he's kept it simple. Um, he's been honest. And one thing you don't see with a lot of managers, Harry, is transparency. Yeah. And that's the he's key been, thing. He's been very clear, hasn't he? He's been clear about when players have not done what they've been asked. He's been clear about the situation at the club in terms of what he's going to be able to do in the transfer market. He's yeah. been clear about the fact that European football was key for us. He's never shied away from the problems at the football club. He's Time and time again, he said, when I come here, I, I realised this was a much bigger job than I thought. He's spoken about the things that have gone on in the background. We've got Mesut Ozil off on holiday. We've got Matteo Genduzzi off on holiday, pissing around. Yeah. We've got, you yeah. know, contract disputes. There's There's just been so much going on at Arsenal Football Club. Um during this last 12 months or so. And he's just been having to constantly put out fires, which makes it even more impressive, in my opinion, that we have gone on and we've won a, a, an FA Cup and crowned off the season, at least in a positive way. Albert, I wanted to get your take on Willian. Um, he's a player that Arsenal are being heavily, heavily linked with at the moment. Um, understanding of it is that Chelsea are not willing to meet the terms that Willian wants. Um, I'm... Very much in the camp of, uh, does he improve our squad? Yes, but I do worry that we might end up doing a deal on the kind of terms that won't suit us. W what do you think about that? How are you feeling about the link? Um, yeah, I said something similar on my channel. This is one of them players linked with Arsenal, Harry. It's Let me pause you there, mate. Let me pause you there. Plug um, your channel. How can people check out your channel? Yeah, um, just starting off with your YouTube channel back in J um, June, um, Albert JTV talking about Arsenal, obviously, but other football-related issues, um, current. Um, just trying to keep it fresh and, yeah, um, get me on Twitter, get me on Instagram. My Twitter handle is on the page, as you can see it now. So, yeah, just keep just just trying to keep it... Um, Trying to keep it current and refresh, man. So it's good. appreciate the support and the plug, man. Cheers. No worries. Give it a follow. Check it all out. Um, make sure you do that now, guys. And uh, sorry, you were saying about yeah, William. Yeah, right. No, um, I said on my channel, you know what? It's one of them players who are linked with Harry Arsenal. It's such a 50-50 split. There's no 49-51. It's the pros. Um, he's the type of player we need because we don't have him at Arsenal um, in terms of assists and his goal return. Um the cons is obviously the contract that he wants. I think, is it three years? I think he's years. after three years, yeah. Yeah, and 32 pretty suit. I think he's 32 in August, actually. Sorry, this month. Yeah. Um, so the cons is his age and people talking about Arsenal being used as a retirement home and another Chelsea player coming to Arsenal. Um, I'm 50-50, but I actually do... I said it at the time, I do think the deal will happen. Yeah, I do as well. And I think... I think the good thing about Willian is you could use him in a number 10 role as well. Yeah. I don't think he's necessarily just a winger. Um, I've said it earlier. I think he'll bring added quality to our set pieces, yeah. um, assists, which we're desperately lacking. He'll bring goals from midfield as well, which is another thing we've really, really lacked, um, you know, sort of this season so far. Albert, I'm going to have to leave it there, mate, just because no problem, I've got a few more people to get through and we're running out of time, but really, really appreciate it. Check out Albert's channel. You can see his Twitter handle on the screen uh, for those of you listening on the audio is at aumoh57 check it out and uh thank you so much mate and uh, we'll speak soon no doubt yeah stay blessed bro cheers mate. take care mate all the best that's the brilliant albert thank you so much for calling um Right, just a couple of quick reminders before we go to our next caller. Um, where is it on my screen? Here we go. You can become a patron by heading over to patreon.com forward slash the Chronicles of Aguna. You'll receive access to exclusive content and receive priority on our phone-in shows. Uh, please, please do head over there, check it out. And after three months of membership, you will receive a free gift. Um, and there's a couple of things you can choose from. Uh, right, let's go over to our next caller. Welcome to the Chronicles of Aguna. Mohammed, how you doing, mate? Hi, hi. Hi, Harry. How you doing, my friend? Where are you joining us from? Palestine. Palestine. Welcome, mate. How are you? I'm fine, what? thank you. You know, I'm a sports journalist for more than 25 years here in Palestine. Oh, wow. Wow. I'm, what time? I'm a, uh, 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 now it's after midnight. Uh, it's after midnight because I'm from Cyprus, which is not too far. Yes, so yes. It's two, near. Two hours uh, ahead. Regarding Arsenal... 
the more I'm supporting Arsenal. I'm following Arsenal news from 1985. Wow. I wasn't even born then. <laughs> <laughs> what, what have you made of Arsenal under Mikel Arteta, Mohamed? Have you been impressed by what he's done with the club so far? A lot of improvements, uh, without doubt. Uh, the team is uh, much better. Uh, you can see that uh, togetherness uh, of the team, uh, both inside and outside the, the field. Uh, we became a more organized team with Arteta, uh, offensively and defensively. You can see Plan B when we played City and Liverpool. Not just a position with Emery. No, every every match has a plan and has its players. That's what we made against City and against Liverpool. Uh, the players love Arteta. They're convinced of him, his character, his plans. That's very good. Uh, supporters also. Uh, now it's time for the board to back him. In the summer, it's a decisive transfer market for for us. Do you, do you think they will, Mohammed? Do you think they will back him in the summer? I think um, I'm following daily, minute by minute. I think we can achieve most of our goals. Okay, William is coming as a free. Okay, it's good. We can also. I see Coutinho is a must. We have to have. Player number 10, uh, like Coutinho, he's a great player. If we brought him alone, it would be very good. Uh, party, I think 43 million pounds, we can have him, uh, his release goes. Uh, another defender, maybe not so expensive. So I think our market, if we bring party, Coutinho, William and a good center defender. I think our market will be good. Of course, Oba must sign. Uh, I'm waiting for Oba. Yani. Oba, Oba Miang is, is our talisman, our our star. If you yes. if you took uh, his goals, we'll have relegated. Yeah. Oba, 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 Oba is a must. And also renewing Sebayus uh, loan. Very important. Uh, Martinez is a tricky situation. He's a great goalkeeper, great character, great Arsenal man for 10 years. I prefer him to stay and to fight with Leno. Okay, some guys say it's difficult, but after his performances recently, uh, Martinez is a great man, really. Not just yeah, a goalkeeper. His, sto his story when he came as a uh, a young poor uh, kid, uh, 16 years old from Argentina. He he proved himself after 10 years. You saw how much it meant to him as well, didn't you? After the final, his yes, reaction yes. told you everything you needed to know about the journey that he has been on. Uh, Mohammed, just before I let you go, mate, and I'm only it's only because I'm running out of time and I've got one more call to get through as well. Um, it's my first uh, participation with, with anyone, you, so you, you, you are, are welcome. First. You are welcome anytime, my friend. We're going to be doing this every single week and you are welcome um, whenever you are available, always. Um, what's the Arsenal support like in Palestine? Is there a big following over there? Yes, yes. Yes, there is... Um, you know, in Palestine, most people support Real and Barca. Okay. These are the these yeah, are the most two yes, <laughs> the most two popular. Yeah. In in England, the one that that specialized and concentrate more. See that okay, the Premier League is top for me, and I watch the Premier League from the early eighties. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, there are uh, a lot of Arsenal uh, supporters, uh, a lot of Manu supporters also. Imagine, yeah. Yes, yeah, Manu, Arsenal, uh, recently Liverpool, two mm. or three years, but uh, Arsenal, Manu uh, are the uh, most yeah, numbered. Big. They are referring to the okay, competition, historic competition between Arsenal and Manu, you know, uh, yeah. Ferguson, Wenger. Of course, uh, yeah. Yes, that yes. was 
that was the golden era of the Premier League. Mohamed, yes, thank you so much, era. mate. Thank it's you so pleasure. much. And we'll speak I'm soon. I'm very pleased. <laughs> Take care, mate. All the best. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was the brilliant Mohamed. We've had callers tonight from the States. We've had callers from Luxembourg. We've had callers from Palestine. We've had callers from everywhere. And joining us now, uh, our last caller of the night, is a more familiar face. Uh, he's been on the show plenty of times. He's got his own channel as well. If you haven't seen it already, check out From Dial Square to Where. It's brilliant. Andrew, how you doing, mate? Welcome. Hi, Harry. How you doing? You got a caller from Hinkley as well. Maybe yes. You can't get much there better than that, can you? Palestine, <laughs> the United States, Luxembourg and Hinkley. There you go. <laughs> exactly. You yeah, do? it's like Trotter's independent traders. Yeah, that Mohammed needs to start handing out some flyers for Arsenal over there as well to get the support up in the Palestine. Agreed. As well. Agreed. The more the better. How you doing, mate? What did you make of the FA Cup final? Are you still buzzing about it? Oh, definitely, mate. Definitely, yeah. It's, uh, well, I was, I was confident we were going to win. Um, we're much more resilient under Mikel Arteta, aren't we? And I think it's the the grit and determination that we're showing to come back in matches like that that we haven't seen for years, and that's what I really, really enjoy. And I think that's what sets aside Mikel Arteta from, you know, other managers. It's the the, the hardest thing to do as a manager is to be able to change the mentality of players from losers to winners. He's done that in such a short space of time. It's um, the hardest thing any coach can do. So that's what's really impressive for me regarding Mikel Arteta. Yeah, agreed. What have you made, Andrew, of the Willian rumours? Um, it's, it's, he's been very heavily linked at the moment. I, I'm happy to see him join as long as the terms are right. I keep saying it. Um, what, what's your take on the whole situation? Um I'm I'm concerned about. I wouldn't be happy giving him a three-year deal. What concerns me more than anything is that um, Chelsea are obviously a competitive top four next season, and if they're not willing to give him a three-year contract, you know, we should be giving him a three-year contract. We, we're going to be competing with these players. If he's not good enough for them, why is he good enough for us? But I'm just a bit concerned that he's really turned it on um, this season, the latter part of this season, because he's, his contract's up for renewal. Um, you know, it's a, could it be another Mesut Ozil situation? I'm not saying I don't like William. He's a, he's a, he's a good player. But it's just too much of a concern for me when we should be looking to the future and buying younger, hungry players uh, at the moment. But the one thing I will say is that if he is a Mikel Arteta target and Mikel Arteta wants him, then I'll, I'll back that because I, I'll back Mikel Arteta more than anything, really. Um, I'm not so con uh, happy about the Coutinho rumours either. Similar reasons, he hasn't really done it anywhere for the last three seasons. He was uh, top quality for Liverpool, but is he exactly again what we, what we need when we're looking to the future under Arteta? I'm not I'm not so sure. What do you think about the Coutinho ones as well? Coutinho is a tough one because I follow European football quite closely, and I and I've come to realise that actually it's not that Coutinho went to Barcelona and, and wasn't good or or isn't a good player anymore. It's that stylistically he just didn't fit in what they wanted. Um, and that was a problem. And I'm surprised that a club like Barcelona would spend so much money on someone mm. that doesn't fit the plan. That comes from the changing of coaches. That comes from a, a number of things. He went out to Bayern Munich, where, again, he'd done a very decent job. Um, but then Hansi Flick took over at Bayern Munich. And from then on, uh, Coutinho didn't get much of a look in. Um, he had a very settled midfield. Uh, with Kimmich and Goretzka sitting at the foot. And then ahead of them was Thomas Muller, who is the type of player that has the licence to go anywhere. And Coutinho, again, just didn't fit, just didn't find a home. I worry for Coutinho that those few years have maybe mm. affected him in terms of his confidence. And when you're a flair player and, a, you know, an attacker, that's so, so important, isn't it? And I wonder where, you know, he is going to end up. I think wherever he goes, he needs to rediscover his form quickly and it needs to be a move that is right for him because you fear that if it, the next one is wrong as well that could be the end of Felipe Coutinho and it'll be a shame because he's a really really talented individual in yeah. terms of him coming to Arsenal if he's I, available could I just for the right say money, one thing yeah because uh, I, I hear from, uh, from quite a lot of people that he is much more suited to being part of a front three 
rather than the midfield three. And that doesn't seem to fit into what Mikel Arteta is really looking for in in someone like that. He, I, I would say that he he's looking for more of a an attacking midfielder rather than a member of, of the front three. Uh, what think, do you think about that? I think Coutinho is very effective when he comes in from the left and obviously he drives in field on his right foot. I think he can play as a number 10. I just think that unless Mikel Arteta is going to completely change the system, then I can't see where that fits right now. Um, no. I think I, I do. See, and I've said this from, from a few months now. I don't think Mikel Arteta goes to bed dreaming at night of playing this back three with two wing no, backs. And then it, it's something no. that he's doing to get us through. And exactly. um, so maybe some a signing like that would be something for not the long-term future, but the shorter-term future in terms of when we get into the system that we want to be in. See, that, that's the sort of mistake we've been making now over the years, making these bad decisions, looking short-term, trying to get a quick fix for next season. We really need to get out of that situation, out of that rut. We need to start building for the future and building Mikel Arteta's team, not just for next season, but for the, the coming seasons with that in mind. And that's why I don't like these signings of 28-year-olds or 32-year-olds and it just doesn't fit with me and I don't think deep down it really would fit with Mikel Arteta and that's what I worry about because he's the one that needs backing. We don't need to be going out and buying players for him. He needs to have a say in this and it, I struggle to believe that they are his type of players that he's going to be targeting. Yeah, it's a tough one. We'll have to see. Um, we'll have mm. to see how it all pans out over the summer. Lots to discuss. Yeah. We'll be bringing you uh, shows throughout the summer. So please check us out. Check out Andrew's uh, well show done. as well from Dial Square. You can see his Twitter handle there uh, on the screen. Give him a follow as well. Andrew, thank you so much, mate. I'm going to have Harry. to leave it there just because of timing. But we'll get you on Thanks earlier for squeezing next me in. No worries, Thank mate. you. All the much best. appreciated, mate. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. That was the brilliant Andrew. Uh, check out his channel as well. That brings us to the end of this week's edition of the Fans Show, the interactive Arsenal podcast. Thank you so much to every single one of you who uh, tuned in to watch us tonight, who's going to watch this back later, and to those who, of course, are listening via the audio. Big thanks to all our contributors this evening as well. You're all fantastic, and we hope to speak to many of you again uh, in the coming weeks. We'll be back next week with another one of these. Stay tuned to our Twitter feed for more information. If you want to become a patron, head over to patreon.com forward slash the Chronicles of Aguna. The information is running across the bottom of your screens. We'll be bringing you a slightly different podcast tomorrow. We'll be looking at some of the transfer rumours. I'll be going through some of them. I'll be giving you my take on those as well. Um, and I hope to see lots of you joining us in the live chat for that tomorrow. Uh, so please come and join us for that as well. Have a good night. Take care. And uh, we'll be back soon. Until then, ciao.